This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. All right, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day, good night, wherever you are in the world. Welcome along to Leicester Till I Die. It's, um... Well, it's the 2023 season, isn't it, really? No, nothing is as normal. It's like we're living in a parallel world. Thanks to the World Cup, we've got FA Cup fifth round ties, middle of the week. Um, 
fixtures are all over the place. Oh, don't, don't you just love the World Cup, eh? Of course, it is FA Cup week. Uh, and if I say weekend, please do forgive me because I'm not used to saying it. And of course, in honour of it being FA Cup week, there was only one strip I could wear, wasn't it? It was, it was this strip, the FA Cup winning strip. It seems a while ago now, but we've done it. We've won it finally, finally. Um, bit of an, a bit of a not exactly busy run uh, or a hard run, I should say, to the fifth round um, for Leicester. But we've got Blackburn Rovers. Now, as somebody who used to live in Burnley, uh, to somebody who used to work at Blackburn Rovers for a few months, I know the rivalry. I, uh, I had obviously a couple of season tickets because I was there, and I remember M65 between Blackburn and Burnley pulling off just past Accrington and taking off my Blackburn Rovers shirt and putting on normal clothes. Because if I got stopped at a traffic light in Burnley wearing Blackburn Rovers stopped, my wheels would not have lasted two minutes. That is a great rivalry between the two teams. Hated working for them, but great rivalry between the two teams. That said, look, I think he's in at the moment. I tell you what, he's, Brad is having a really good evening doing the hokey-cokey because one minute he's putting it in, the next minute he's taking it out. Let's see if he's still shaking it all about. Brad, are you with us now? Good evening. Evening, Chris. I probably hope so because I'm sick of this always happening every week. Uh, apart from that, uh, I'm all right. So how are you, mate? And not three bad, thank you very much. Not three bad. Looking forward to the launch of the new channel on Wednesday. Uh, we'll come on to that at the, at the end of the show, though. Uh, but yes, um, making the most of it while you were here and no echo. So we will see how long that lasts for. Look, yeah, don't, don't hold your breath. Sorry. I said, don't hold your breath on it. <laughs> well, no, no. Any time I have with you, Brad, is special to me, and I make the most of it before you disappear. Like ships that pass in the night. God, I must stop putting vodka in this coat, mustn't I, before a show. Anyway, well, let's bring him in. Recommended by a Burnley fan, so I don't know exactly what that means. But representing uh, Blackburn Rovers, and will, he'll tell us all about himself. It's Dan. Good evening, sir. Uh, thanks for having us on. You didn't tell me you were from Burnley. Uh, you'd been in Burnley before, though. I had to change my mind about <laughs> Now you know why I didn't. <laughs> no, you're fine. We, we all make mistakes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, thought, I, I was, what, I was actually about 15 odd years in Burnley. It felt like 40, but it was only 15. I, I did work for Blackburn for a while. So allow me my little bit of grace with I'll that. I'll let you off. Yeah. In the, in the sales team, in the, uh, for the, um, uh, what was it? The you know, when they sell the rooms uh, during the week for conferences and banquets and what have you. Just as great, I was there just as Graham Souness was appointed. Ah, oh, perfect. Good time for the club then. <laughs> yeah, and I left shortly afterwards. Uh, well, I was asked to leave, shall we say? Let's put it at that. Anyway, it is FA Cup. Welcome along, sir. Do tell people we have put your link to your website and your Facebook in the um, in the description below on YouTube. But just tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you can find Rovers Chat everywhere. You find us uh, YouTube, uh, just search for Rovers Chat, Twitter Rovers Chat underscore, 
uh, TikTok if you use that at Robbie'sChat underscore anything really any social platform you find us on we've got something going on just full Blackburn content we'll have the full game covered as well tomorrow brilliant brilliant well thank you very much for joining us like I say Brad um, I would imagine that uh, Dan is a lot more looking forward to this than we are I don't know. It'd be interesting because, yeah, for Rovers fans, it's a nice tie. It's been a very, very long time since they tasted any form of, op- of Premier League opposition. Recent and former cup winners, so it'd be a, a thing for them. But I don't know. I, I think Dan was prop- well, probably, I, I say, obviously, he would have been hoping to be up there fighting for the, at least the top two spots, if not with Burnley for the outright top of the championship. And They'd probably like to approach this game with a lot more comfort in being able to rest some players for the key playoff push instead. I I think this could be an interesting game because they'll want to win it and cause the upset and and keep going in the competition. But with with how their season's gone, I think they might be a little bit nervous of of Leicester getting an early goal and and, and maybe, you know, having an, an easier tie than everybody's expecting. But it should be a fun game, nonetheless. I love your optimism at the moment, Brad. Let's get in. I've, I've got to, mate. I've got to dig down deep and try and find positives. I mean, let's be honest with you. Eighty-seventh minute is an early goal for some some games. I mean, oh yeah, Dan, it is. <laughs> Dan, I mean, you looked at it. You got a Premier League away tie, um, but you know, a few seasons ago, you know, we were top five, top four, winning the FA Cup. Not long won the Premier League, like yourself, won it at once. Um, but obviously at the moment we're not doing so well. Three points off the relegation zone, possible relegation fight on our hands. You must look at this and think, you know what? This is winnable for us. It would it will it be a shock if you beat us? Yeah, that's it. I mean we in fact we beat West Ham in the Carabao Cup earlier this season yeah. on penalties. Yeah. And I think that's been the thing in our minds, you know, we've done one Premier League side, albeit on penalties. Uh, we had Knox Forest at home. We got beat four-one off them in the in the uh, last sixteen, but it was never a four-one game. We went for the winner. Uh, we went to get an equaliser at two-one and just got hit on the counter. So there's a lot of optimism added in with us only losing one this year. There's there's almost I won't say an expectation that will cause an upset, but there's been a growing a growing chat between the fan base that you know if we go and get that first goal, we could do it because we defend well. We're not the Blackburn Rovers of a few years ago where we'd go one up and lose 3-1, not normally anyway. I've jinxed myself now I've said that, but yeah. we're, we're more that sad that, you know, we might go and concede and if you've got the quality players out, you know, maybe it was sure, but I think we'll put a good account of ourselves. The manager's not about giving up on ties. You know, a previous manager were more bothered about the league. John Dahl Thomason's pretty, he's been insistent on the cup. He spoke about it all week saying look, this is a massive tournament, this is big for the fans, 2,500, 3,000 in that way, and they want a result, even if we are playing a side that, you know, without doubt, have better players than we do. They'll they'll put that extra yard in. We're missing our two key players, which, you know, I'm sure we'll come on to discuss, but yeah. we're still up for it, and I think there's an expectation in the camp that, you know, there could be an upset here. Two questions to you, Brad. First one, would it be a surprise if they beat us? Because at the moment, I'm looking at this and I wouldn't even class this as a giant killing. 
it's weird. It'll come with a tag that obviously a championship side up against a premiership side. That's 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 the tag that comes with any game of this caliber, no matter what competition it's in, whether it's the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup. It's kind of like the under twenty ones beat in a a semi first string in the Johnston's in the Papa John's trophy though, isn't it? You can see the odd upset, but more times than not, it's not really an upset at that point because Blackburn are a side that's on the up. It's usually, and I say usually because sometimes it's not always the case, mm-hmm. but it's usually a team that's on the up that's looking good for a promotion, looking good to maybe have that potential return to becoming the Premier League club anyway. So it's like that transition period. We're sort of Nottingham Forest, unfortunately. And I'll say it, Chris, I'll get the elephant out of the room. What happened with them? They beat us, they thrashed us in that momentum. So Blackburn will look at this as a real chance and there's no reason they, they, they wouldn't feel they can. Um, I think it'll just get very interesting when it gets to, because is, is it an eight o'clock kickoff? Whenever it is. So an hour before. Yeah. 7.45, so an hour before kickoff, you know, when a team news gets um, announced. I think that's when both sets of fans will have a rough idea where their intentions lie with this competition at this stage of it. Because... We know, and I don't know if you've heard the press conference, but very unlikely that Tillman's is available oh, and maybe out for a while. Yeah, that was good. Ah, see, see. But yeah. we, we as fans know that anyway, if there's only big names missing for what whatever reason, like that one. So we'll see when the team news comes out. That'll be interesting. But it well, is, talk, I don't think talk, it's a shock. I just think it's like standard. Talking of missing players, seeing as you brought it up, but it was my next question anyway. And I'll ask you first well, that well. on to Dan. Uh, we know James Justin is out. Uh, we know Ryan Bertrand is out. Uh, we wish he was you know, he was permanently out, but I don't think we'll see him again. Uh, I don't know why we get updates on him, to be honest with you. Johnny Evans is out. But, of course, Madison and Telemans are both out. Pratt, I mean, oh, God, I mean, for God, I mean, what is, what, what is it with Leicester, Brad, at the moment? And maybe we don't look as bad as, as Blackburn, and we'll ask Anderson in a second, but... We just seem to sort of get injury after injury after injury. Mm. I the think it's, though, it's, it's such a big loss. Well, no, not really. Not the way his performances have been over the last few months. And that's, again, that's not just for for, for Leicester either. It, he, he's not been performing well for Belgium. He was dreadful in the World Cup. He actually got dragged off the pitch more times than he was on it. Yeah. Um. So it might be a blessing in disguise. The thing is, there's two things we have to remember as Leicester fans. A, we're not the only club. This is not a Leicester issue. This seems to be a Premier League standard of training structure that you need to have. It almost seems like it's a requirement that every Premier League team has to live up to. And every Premier League team seems to have a minimum of like four injuries. The other thing we have to remember is this Madison injury... This is four years now in the making, Chris. This clearly isn't a training ground issue. This isn't because we've got too soft a grass or too hard a pitch. This is James Madison's knees reoccurring injury and he just doesn't hold up. And he needs to either have a run where it breaks and he finally finds a cure for it, or he's going to he's going to be a player that will always be restricted by this knee injury. So it's frustrating yeah. when you lose two key players like that, but Leicester do have that depth to still produce what they're capable of in the midfield. I didn't know we got such a star in the building with us tonight, though, Brad. I mean, um, I live in a flat, but I don't live in a bungalow, but we've got Dan and Domin. 
Yeah, it's dick and dom, but you're close enough with you being there. You can take that part. I'll, t- I'll take the dick on. Okay, that sounds wrong. <laughs> but anyway, good evening, Dan. Welcome along, and Mr. Boyce as well. Welcome along, obviously, to to uh, to Blackburn fans. Otherwise, uh, Dan's got a couple of stalkers. Uh, and Leon, Leon is in for ourselves. Vardy hat trick, yeah. Fingers crossed. I mean, Dan, um, we we bemoan our injuries. You mentioned it earlier. Uh, Sorba Thomas is cup tied, but you have got quite a long list of injuries. Yeah, just a few. Uh, obviously, Ben Brereton Diaz. I'm sure. I'm almost sick of talking about him, and I'll almost be glad when he moves on because we've talked <laughs> about him that much. But obviously, everyone knows with the Chilean link. Uh, he's out. He's suspended actually for getting two yellows in uh, oh. the initial game against Birmingham, and then the Birmingham replay, which was something I don't think we all picked up on. Uh, Bradley Dark, Rovers starman, really a guy who was in, talked in the same breath as Jack Grealish before his first injury. Uh, he's out again with a hamstring injury this time. Luckily, not a recurrence of the knee injuries he suffered. Uh, Daniel Ayala. You know, with experienced centre backs out, we're missing arguably, oh, and the goalkeeper. So we're missing four guaranteed starters for this team, really, when they're fit. And although that might affect sides, we have made changes in the cup and we have gone slightly weaker in these games. You know, West Ham away, we put out a second yeah. string side. And although West Ham put a second string side out, you know, it's still full of talent, Lanzini, Antonio, and we still did the job on them. So. I don't think it worries us too much. The Dak one probably worries us more than anything, but we're used to injuries. Uh, you know, Rovers have had injuries, like we mentioned before. It, it seems to be a Premier League in, uh, a Premier League worry, and it is with us as well, and it is with the Championship. You know, everyone's got a key player out. Everyone's got someone suspended. Everyone's got an injury, and it's just something you've got to deal with. It happens, doesn't it? Yeah. So, plenty of injuries, but... There's no reason why the other players can't step up. They did on Saturday at QPR and they have for the last month. So, you know, we'll hope that we can step up again and cause another upset. Yeah, well, you said something quite interesting there about putting weak inside out. And I'll ask the same question to Brad after uh, giving you a chance to answer. What is more important to you? I mean, I'm just looking at the table now. Uh, I mean, you had a great start to the season. You kind of fell off a little bit, but you're still there in in the playoffs. And although you didn't remember it, I did say, you know, you weren't confident about the playoffs. But as I mentioned to him, Brad, and you'll remember this, um, you know, all they need is a player that will fall over in the penalty box. <coughs> Speedy. Um, but, but you... Uh, <laughs> You, you say, oh, I don't hold grudges, you know me. Oh no, no, I don't hold. Grudges. No, it's almost it's almost like when two ex Leicesters combined together to give Blackburn a win in that quarter final we had last time against, didn't we? Do you remember that one when Dickoff scored a penalty against us and the winner? Oh no, I don't. Do you remember that? Oh no, 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 you got better. Oh god, that was a dive as well. I thought it was all about that first, and then you reminded me about David Speedy. Thanks for that. Any time, mate. Any time. Um, <laughs> Cheers for that. Um, you, you, you say you're sat in fourth. Um, I mean, I hate to say this, but a certain team at the top looked like they're running away with it. I'm not going to mention the names. Don't worry. Uh, but, but you are uh, nine points off Sheffield United. Um, so that is not out the realms of possibility. But... Uh, 
you are also well, you're only three points of falling outside of the, the playoffs. Um what what is your manager's uh priority here? Oh, it's the league hundred percent. We've got Sheffield United on Saturday actually, which oh, wow. adds another bit of thingy uh, sky game a half twelve, so that's gonna be in our minds. But our manager's very intent on fitness, you know. If the fit, if you don't play for the first thing, you play for the twenty one straight away. So he knows that every player is up to the standard of playing twice a week. That's the thing that is implemented here, and it probably took him a bit of time. The fact that he's been trying to implement that you can play twice a week, you can get all these extra minutes in. So that's been such a big thing to him that, like I say, you play for the twenty ones. If you're not playing for the first thing, you're guaranteeing ninety minutes for the twenty ones. So it's a massive thing for him. So although the league's going to be the main thing, like it has to be because, you know, we're not a club that's going to go and win the FA Cup realistically, but he will have his mind on this FA Cup and winning. You know, he won't want to lose this. He's a very he's a very tough manager on his players. He's, you know, we're winning games. He wants to win every game. He doesn't see cup games as something you throw away. He sees cup games as something that you can compete in and get as far and make... You know, he likes to talk about making memories and doing something for the fans. That's his big thing, making sure the fans have their day out. You know, we still we talk about West Ham regularly from that win and, and I'm sure a Leicester win as well are there and make us talk about that. So, league definitely, but there's always that eye on the cup. He won't admit that he's up for the league. He'll want to come to Leicester and he'll want to put a performance yeah. in and blow Leicester away without a doubt. But I mean, I've obviously want to win every game um, that that you are in and every competition that you are in. But do you think? Well, you know, you, I didn't realise you got Sheffield United. Wow, at the weekend, that's a big one because obviously, you know, it's not just three points. You're taking three points off them. It's the proverbial six pointer. With that in mind, do you think that he will put a slightly weakened side out? I don't just based on the fact we don't have many players to put out. We, you know, <laughs> if we put a 20-man squad out for this game, there's probably going to be an under-18s player on the bench or an right. under-21s player. It, with that, you know, with that to the bare bones, I think he'll make a few changes. I think we'll see. Uh, obviously, we saw the Thomas out. We'll have a new winger on. Uh, we'll probably change one of the centre midfielders just because they've been playing every game. We've got Tyler Morton on loan from Liverpool, who I imagine will come in. He's still got the talent to do it. You know, he's been on a... He's probably been the most regular starter in the midfield, actually. He's just fell out of favour recently. And then we'll probably change one of the full-backs just because we can. You know, yeah. we're not going to go and make eight or nine changes purely because if we change that, you're putting us, you know, you're probably starting a lad who's never played before. And although he likes to give the young lads, a, you know, a go and give them a test, I don't think this is the environment to do it. I don't think going to Leicester and, you know, if we went and got beat 3-4-0 with a lot of young lads in the side, it's... yeah. It's not the way to do it. So you'll see three or four changes, but the team—I don't think the team will look much different to a championship side that we'll put out on Saturday. Really, no. I've got to say, if anybody can have, um, can upset two sets of fan bases in one go, it's Anthony who came in and mentioned um, a, a, a friend of both of ours uh, who supports the other team that's down the road from you uh, as well as obviously being an Arsenal fan and coming into a Leicester chat straight after they beat us 1-0. Uh, glad to say at least you're up and walking Anthony, unlike most of your players who spent most of the match on their arses. Um 
Brad, I ask you again. Again, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not harboring any grudges at all. But Brad, I'll ask you the same question, and I guess I know what the answer is going to be. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, relegation battle, three points off the bottom. We're not safe by any stretch of the imagination, and I don't believe in this like, oh, you know, we're too good to go down, shit, or anything like that. We're not. Uh, teams below us are winning. West Ham won at the weekend, um, but. Again, we've we've got a recent history apart from last season, which we won't mention. Uh, you know, we've won it. We got to the quarters the season before that. Uh, but again, I, said, I guess if I say which one is is our priority, I know what you're going to say. I mean, everybody's priority is going to be league safety over 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 a cup. It'd be nonsense too. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, look. Great, I know Wigan and you know will always remember it, but look where you were for your price. Look what it cost you. It cost look where it set them back to. I think in the long run, it does no club any favours. I mean, ask Middlesbrough; they put all their eggs into two F, in two cup baskets and failed in both of them. Not that one of them was against us, but it definitely was. Um, and they went down regardless. And you know, I, it, it, it's it's simple logic when you look at it that way. Hmm. I never, never, ever will I ever say that Leicester are ever too good to go down. But I would be remiss to thinking that there would be. I think there will be a formation change, and I think maybe a few change in personnel. But I think Leicester will be just as keen to re-pick up that momentum because that's just as vital for Leicester. You know, you beat Blackburn uh, in the midweek, and then we have um, who's we've got next in the league? Chelsea. Chelsea at home, so that's three points. It's great. Potter's giving them out like like Christmas presents to to everybody. So Chelsea are Santa Claus right now. So you know that's just what we need before Chelsea at home. So you know less probably want this just as much, if not as more than than, than Blackburn. So we will be interesting. Team later, uh, as we always do yeah. these shows. Uh, but again, do you expect Brendan to go strong? I think he'll go strong. Um, again, because of the injuries that we know about, I think there actually will be a shape change. But I still, I don't, I don't see any drastic changes. I don't think we'll be like, unlike in the other rounds. I don't think we'll see um, any of the under twenty ones making a start. Um, I think it will be first team players that we see. Yeah. But I do think there will be a few changes. Because once you get through this round, it's like the quarterfinals, and it's got that word, that final word in it, and it's, it's getting exciting. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to ask you this first, uh, Dan, because it's a question Mr. Boyce has come in. It's a very good question, uh, and it was, again, one that I was uh, going to uh, put to you, and we did mention it before. He's asking about Leicester's season, and we'll put that for Brad in a second. But... Go through your season because I say you started off really well, didn't you? Yeah, incredibly. Uh, three wins in a row to start us off under a new manager, which I think you sometimes expect, don't you? And then hmm. uh, three losses in a row, and you, you know, you start looking at the other end of the table, and then we won, and then we lost, and then we won, then we lost, and we kept going on this win loss, win loss run uh, for about we must have got to 15 games and then we started doing three wins in a row and then three losses got to almost halfway in the season without a draw and then we drew five in a row and then now we're winning games it's been the strangest season every we're still hard to work out I don't know whether we're 
any good of a side or whether we've just picked up the points scrappily like some sides do in this league and end up making a good year out of it. It's been a really strange season, one that I don't think we've ever, you know, we've ever experienced really as fans because we're usually very good up to February and then the fall starts at the start of February and we end up going from 6th until 15th by the end. But we've kind of got through February unbeaten, which is an untested scenario for us. We've not done that since we come down, really, in 2012. So I was just looking there. I mean, you know, your, your last games, Black, um, Wigan 0-0. Um, you've got 1-1 with Watford. 1-1 with West Bromwich. Uh, could go to a replay this, Brad. Uh, but you beat Swansea 1-0. Uh, you beat Blackpool 1-0. And you had a great win at the weekend over uh, over Rangers with their new manager. Yeah, it's been it's been weird, like I say. We, you watch us some weeks and you think we're a good side. And then you watch us, especially in the early losses, we were terrible. And I mean, that's mm. not an over-exaggeration from, you know, being upset about losing. We was really bad, but... We've developed this side to us recently, whether it's the, you know, just don't lose side, you know, we've got better at that, or whether we've just got better at playing with the ball. We tried the passing out, you know, the fancy football from the back, and it didn't work at the start with all this. You know, we don't have them players to play it out. We're not Man City. We don't have John Stones playing out from the back. So we, yeah. we were suffering from that, but we've developed it. It's getting better. We're going to stick with it. It could cost us tomorrow night, you know, we could play it out from the back and Vardy could nip in and put one in off it. And if it does happen, it happens. We're just going to try and work out the benefits from it. I think it's been a matter of, we've had the effects of implementing a new play style. I'm sure Leicester have been through it in the past where you're trying to put this new playing way in and it doesn't always pay off at the start, but if you stick with it, you, you know, you build into it, you get him run. So it's been a tough season to judge as a fan of. Still no idea now whether we're a good side, whether we're going to get the playoffs. But, you know, at the moment it's working and we're going to try the same at Leicester, I imagine. I don't think we'll change. I think we'll play our way. If Leicester work us out and beat us, then fair enough. But, yeah. we'll, you know, I think we'll stick with our way and just try and be stubborn about it. Brad, do you want to explain about that season in a nutshell? <laughs> I think no, I was just uh, I was just um, trying to think how I could do it as short as possible. Um, it's been a sh- culture shock to the system for Leicester fans. I think anyone that knows, even even a neutral that knows the club well enough from from you know myself and Chris coming on here, and and and, and the people in the comments know that Leicester have been in that transition period where. We've got very good owners. They've very much put showing and supported their own financial backing. And just at a period where maybe the chance to arm a little bit with the champ with the Champions League earnings and the spending spree, well, not spending spree so much, but chance to arm with higher wage offers and, and whatnot. And maybe they thought that the season where Leicester didn't make Europe, which I'll probably count on Leicester finishing in some form of Europe last season would help them balance the books a little better so they wouldn't get looked at by UEFA and, and, and you know, and the Premier League wouldn't look at them for financial fair play. Oh. I think we just didn't expect what to happen. We didn't suddenly expect to be in a position. Brendan certainly didn't expect to be in a position where he couldn't add debt yeah. because what we've been achieving over the last four or five seasons has come at a core of 15, 15 players, you would say. 
you would you would say hand on heart, you probably name at least fifteen players. Hang on, that have had a lot more a, a lot of involvement over these last five years that you would consider very embedded into the Leicester way. And with the whole Tillman situation with his contract, the whole we couldn't bring anyone in because we couldn't afford to on a wage or structure, not on a financial structure, let's get that cleared up, it was on a wage structure basis. The whole Fafana situation, the whole re- the whole passing of the torch for Shemichael, it was a big change for everybody involved with the club to take. And unfortunately, sometimes you get away with it, sometimes you, your whole squad just clicks and it all works out well for you and, and, and you're okay. You know, you, you get on a run and all of a sudden you move from 12th to 8th. Leicester got off to a horrid start. The You know, if you ask the Leicester owners to write how the worst possible start could go, it'd be by October would be bottom of the league. And that's where we were. And, and we're now just finding our feet a little bit. And we're getting a little bit frustrated and flustered because we've had these chunk of games just when we started to turn a corner. And we've come out pretty pretty well. Six points out of the four games in question have done well. So it's been a bit of a shock, a cultural shock. And maybe we have to just accept it and draw a line under it for this year. And as long as obviously next year's Premier League, I think we'll come back to where we need to be. Yeah, that's the uh, shortest not show you're going to get. <laughs> unfortunately, you did ask Mr. Boyce, and there wasn't an easy answer to that one. But I, I've said it so many times on shows that I just wanted to give me, me I should have had a recorded message for that, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> should have just uh, if you're asking about a season, press one. <laughs> that's what you should do. <laughs> Um, we've not played each other in the league since 2014. So looking at sort of past meetings is a bit of a waste of time. But uh, it's got quite a little bit of a memory for us, Brad, um, because we played a pre-season friendly against Blackburn on September 2020. Was that not our first game together? I think so. I know it was either them or Birmingham. I know it was one yeah. of the two things. I think it actually was. I think our first friendly game was against Blackburn because it was a one-all draw. It was. It was indeed. Yes. You you have a a head for stats. Uh, David, I don't know what you've been up to today. Uh, Hello, guys. I've had some day, a few drinks, and suddenly I'm 40 minutes away from my house. I had to call the bloody police. I'm knackered. Um, I hope you weren't in the car when you had to call the police, but you're leaving out (laughs) there what exactly you had to call the police for. Now, were you in the car? Was it drunk driving? Did you run into a lamppost? Were you walking and you you did a bit of a flash to somebody who was walking past? You better explain that one, David, because knowing you, I'm I'm really dreading thinking. But uh, if I say anything on the news tonight, I'm going to put your name. Yeah, we 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 have the suspect in him and and the statement to proof. Hello, is that Crime Stoppers? Uh, you might want to check out. Uh, Terry says uh, Blackburn and Leicester have one thing in common: we both won the most. A uh, difficult thing to win a league win. Indeed, we did. Indeed, we did. Um, yeah, this game could be any scoreline. I would like Vardy and uh, Daka starting Madison to rest. I don't think Madison will play anyway because of his injuries. Um, don't worry, David. Rogers will play an oddball team, <laughs> well known for it now. Uh, that is the scary bit, actually. Uh, cheers for that uh, for you, Brad. Um, we he understood are, it. That's a bonus. Yes. He, well, whether he does or not, subtitles are available. By the way, uh, we have one game off. <laughs> thankfully, we beat Villa and Spurs. I know if we hadn't won those two, God help us. 
Um, David off his head. He does sound it. He does totally sound it. I don't know what yeah what you're drinking, mate, but I'll I'll have a couple of pints of it. Uh, needs to learn the recovery position and listen to Coldplay. Oh come on, he'll be asleep in five minutes. Um, but um, who are you most worried about in the Leicester side, uh, Dan? I mean, Vardy is not a regular starter now. Uh, we've seen that the last flu, few flu, the last few games, uh, it's been an actual up front. But you know, this is an FA Cup. I can see in actual not being played. Who would you be more worried about facing, Vardy or Daka? I think Vardy. I think there's still that. You know, you never lose that attacking, that finishing as a striker. Do you? I know, obviously, maybe his legs aren't what they used to be, but. I think Vardy just offers something that our defence might struggle with a little bit. You know, we don't have the paciest of defences. I'm not saying we're slow by any means, but no. I just think if you can get him behind, you know, that's going to be your way of playing. So, Vardy definitely. But like you mentioned, Ian Natchard always seems to score in the FA Cup. Whenever I seem to watch Leicester in the FA Cup, he's scoring. Uh, I watched the one against Gillingham, actually, earlier this year. And, you know, I think... Vardy's one of them players. Rovers, Rovers will switch off at one point. That's what we did at QPR. We were good for 89 minutes and then we switched off for a minute and we conceded. And if you've got that striker that can put the ball in the net, you know, you've got better strikers than championship clubs do. That could be our downfall. We could just switch off twice and lose 2-1. We could be good for 88 minutes, switch off twice and lose this game. So, you know, having a striker like Vardy's a bit of a worry for us. Yeah, I mean, um, Terry's just said here, Brad, and we will come on to the, our full team later. Um, we'll let obviously Dan go for that, but uh, yeah, Inacho is the cup top scorer for us. I can just see him being left out though, because I think he's got I don't know what, what do you think? I mean, put and I'm not asking for what you would do, I'm asking what you think Brendan would do here. I think he would. Um, I think if he's going to go one up front, I think he would use the opportunity to to, to give Dakar a bit of a start because he is ultimately the clone in terms of what he offers and what he offers is pace and he can run and stretch that back line, which is exactly what Vardy does, but he does it with a world of talent. But that's the natural replacement for his role in the team. Um, but I think if he goes with a two, which he could do, he, I think he will play in Acho because he's got some insane record. But, I mean, he has left him out before to try and use him as like a bench player and bring him off the bench for the bench for that. And that does worry me because I think he's got like some ridiculous record of like 15 goals in, in 19 FA Cup appearances. And only one of them was for Man City, I think. So it's it's just ridiculous how he's done done it for Leicester. I think Rodgers would start him if he changes his shape. If he doesn't, I can see Dakar starting as the so, as the solo striker right. to kind of yeah. run at them, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. is where I'm a little bit worried for Nacho, man. I, I, I could as well. And I, 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 like you say, you, the question you've got is, do you start Ian Nacho just because of his record? Or he's now, I think, taking on the mantle of our, our number one striker. Uh David, 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 David. Yeah, I was drinking when I was at the pub and finished, went driving. 
and I realised I was lost. The police signalled me and I was told I was half awake and driving into dead ends. <sighs> David, what can I say? Please drink responsibly, people. Yeah, I'm not angry. I'm not going to go mad. I'm just very, very, very disappointed in you. <laughs> I, hope some, I hope somebody comes into his room at six o'clock in the morning and he knows and wakes him up with tambourines. That'll teach you, David. <laughs> I'm not a mean person. I'm not. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> no, I was thinking that, but uh, uh, like you said after the day, Chris Vardy and Dakar, how many goals this season? That's the worry, isn't it? That's the worry. Um, I'm, oh, I'm a lucky man because uh, the wife and yeah, I think <laughs> you need to go to bed, David. And yeah, apparently... I think you just put the phone down. <laughs> yes, I don't know if this is true, but Mr. Boy says he's the police officer. <laughs> is he done? I think he is. I'm, I'm kept by you saying he'll be down soon. Uh, I've never met this David Burton before in my life. I have no idea who he is. Uh, he's just somebody that comes into a chat once in a blue moon. You know him, Brad? I've, I've, I couldn't say who he was. No, no, I couldn't tell you who he is, Your Honour. <laughs> I'm passing for the court in case he gets used as a witness statement. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, we've never. Yeah, met. allegedly. But apparently he was stopped by the police. So there we go. The police were there. Um, Dan, I mean, you're running the FA Cup this season. Let's have a look at it. Um, Norwich City. Have you only played two games in the uh, FA Cup this season? Yeah, we're coming to the yeah, Championship coming at round yeah. three. Ah, right. Um, Blackburn, you beat Norwich 1-0 in the third round. Uh, you made a bit of hard work against Birmingham City. Uh, Just a bit. Yeah, 2-2 two, two in uh, the first game, uh, although you did win on bookings. Um, you let them back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Into it with a very, very late goal, which is similar to the sort of thing we do. Uh, and then extra time. Was it an own goal that uh, sent you through? Yeah, it was the worst game I've ever seen. It was a dreadful, <laughs> oh, for God's, dreadful game. God's sake, Chris. You just said, you just said he, they went through on own goals. Right, that's it. Take our defence out. Don't play in centre-backs. We can't risk it with our centre-backs at the moment. <laughs> bad, bad game. We're on a run-right goal drama, mate. We're, oh, you're in we're... there. Just put the cross in and hope one of our centre-backs hasn't scored an own goal this season. Is you one. <laughs> That's what it turned into. It was a. Uh, we played it three days later after the game. It was really strange. They announced yeah. the replay days before the actual game. So we played Birmingham at home on the 28th and then played them away on the 31st. Oh, that's horrible. So, but that's obviously horrible. fans were just rushing to get tickets. It was 
no atmosphere and you know, ninety well, hundred and twenty minutes and nothing and we just put a cross a ball in the box, it hits their defender's leg and goes in and we were just happy to go through. It was it was weird, it was possibly the worst FA Cup tie I've ever seen, but uh you don't care knew, what you win, though, do you? No, no, we don't care now. But because we had, we knew we had Leicester in the fifth round, I think if they'd have said the winner plays Ipswich or something in the fifth round, I think we'd have both fought to lose the game, really. But uh, when we saw it, a Premier League outfit coming up, I think it yeah. added a bit extra to us. We wanted to win it and, yeah. you know, test ourselves. Brad, I mean, looking at ours, like you say, you know, phase two goals against Liverpool. He was, up until this weekend, their top scorer <laughs> post-World Cup. Uh, Suto, an own goal on his debut. Uh, God help us if he puts Vestergaard in. God knows what he'll do. Uh, but we, we've we had the two games as well. We've not exactly been impressive, but we've had an... an You've got to say, we've had some easy ties. Two away, but Gillingham and Walsall. But we won them both 1-0. Nothing ever, ever easy about a, a low league side in the early rounds of the Cup. But away from home, and you, I think one of them was a was a 12-30 kick-off as well, was it? Or, I know one Gillingham, of them was on BBC. Yeah, yeah. It. So... You know exactly what they, 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 they reek of, don't you, Chris? They, they reek of... Highlights of Wickham Wanderers and Newport County. So there's nothing. You said the word. Yeah, I know. (laughs) They're banned. Goodbye. Uh, (laughs) You, you, I got. I've lost him now. Yeah, you know those words are banned. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I have to make the point. And that was every. And of course, yeah. On paper, they're easy. But they're only they're, they're only easy if you take them seriously. Unless, to be fair, did that? Yeah, it was one nil wins, but we were getting beat. You know, four two five two six two. You know, the only thing that was happening with Leicester in terms of going up was the number of goals they were conceding. So, in in the aspect, it wasn't that easy the first game. Um, and again, we've painful memories of losing to teams of that caliber. So, say what you like. I mean, people said it a little bit about our entire run to the final. You got beat. What's in front of you, and what you're drawn against? They're in. The, they've done exactly the same, if not more, to get to where you are in that competition. So, mm. it's not. It's on paper, yeah, but it was was never going to be easy because it's Leicester as well. It, yeah. You just. I'd rather get a Premier League side in round three and get knocked out than be sat here going, "Oops, we just got beat by Gillingham or or lower or something like that." Wouldn't I, you? Of course, both games one nils. Both games Ian Acho goals. Yeah, so guess who's not scoring and guess what the score's not going to be? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, <laughs> if only I had a jingle for him. You can't beat it. Any excuse. Any excuse. It just makes me that. chuckle. I love it. <laughs> you can't not tap your feet. I'm sorry. Um, village people, my guilty pleasure. Uh, Terry says here that again that could be taken as being so wrong. Uh, Terry says here the golden rule of Rogers doesn't praise you play because you'll get dropped next game. That is so true. Um, championship, um, though, Dan, uh, and I've got to, I've got to mention this. Um, if any of you haven't yet seen it on the Lester Till I Die channel, there is an interview I did with Keith Hackett. Uh, ex-Premier League referee, ex-ref successor, 
an ex-chairman of the PGMOL, and he had a lot to say about VAR and a lot to say about the refereeing in the Premier League recently. Um, are you pleased you don't have it? Yeah, massively. I think it, you know, I know it sounds typical, but it feels like it just takes the, uh, it just takes the enjoyment out of it for me, you know, watching the games and you're waiting minutes for it to go. And I think it's more the people using it, though, that's the issue rather than, you know, the actual system, even if it is a bit picky and a bit uh, a bit over the top that they do sometimes with all the lines coming out. Is it in, is it in tomorrow? Well, I was just going to ask Brad if he knew that, to be honest with you. I mean, this is a ridiculous... Yeah. I'm guessing it is because it's at the Premier League round. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. And it, and we've said this enough, haven't we, Chris? The, the easiest solution to stop people getting confused about whether they're going to have the technology or not is just, we know it's installed at the Premier League grounds. Surely you can loan it for an afternoon. It can't be. I mean, I don't know how difficult it is to set up. I don't. I don't know. But maybe someone's going to tell me it takes weeks in advance to get in. I, I don't know. Maybe that's the reason they can't. But it just seems an unfair advantage because almost with Leicester, you know, if 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 you know, if you're a Championship side or, or away from home, you're probably thinking, oh, I can get away with stuff here that I can't. Well, and that might you might chance your arm. This is interesting, right? Because I just totally disagree. And I've got the answer for you there. It was before my very eyes. Uh, this, I think, is totally wrong and totally unfair. Uh, Southampton host Grimsby Town. They've got VAR. And bless them, they've got Craig Pawson. Uh, Leicester <laughs> British Blackburn Rovers, Premier League ground. We've got VAR, Peter Banks. Stoke City hosting Brighton, no VAR. Sheffield United hosting Tottenham Hotspur, no VAR. Uh, Fulham versus Leeds United, obviously VAR. There's two cities there. Bristol City versus Manchester City. <laughs> Goodbye, Anthony. Um, no VAR. Manchester United versus West Ham, VAR. Burnley versus Fleet. Sorry, I said that word. Sorry. Uh, some little team just outside Blackburn versus Fleetwood Town. Uh, no VAR. I mean, Brad, that, I mean, if there's a contentious decision, and let, let's not take that last game, but let's say Bristol City um, are given an offside when it's obviously, you know, it, if it had gone to VAR, it wasn't. And yet in our game, we've got VAR and we lose a goal because of it. That's totally unfair, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And again, the, the, there will be some players out there that, that obviously relish it because they don't like the system that's in place at the moment, or how, well, especially how it's being used. But they, they'll chance their arm. You know, like I said, it, it, it works for and against you. You could have a perfectly legitimate goal, get flagged up for offside, but you're away at Stoke, so unlucky. And then Stoke go down the other end and score in a 90th minute. You get knocked out, and realistically, you should have worse be getting a replay. And then, like you said, whereas you know, takes nil nil ninety third minute, Leicester score a goal that gets ruled out. Blackburn think, oh, thank God, we've got a replay. We'll beat them at Ewood Park, or forgive me if the name's changed. Um, it's what I remember it as. But and then all of a sudden, they're waiting six minutes, and Leicester get a goal because it gets ruled onside, and it just takes. Not only does it continue to take the sting out of the tie from the fans' perspective, but 
other teams aren't going to get a replay suddenly gifted to them because they realised there was a massive cock up. It either it's it's what we've always said, Chris. You either loan it out to these clubs for these competitions, or you say it's not in the competition because we can't loan this equipment because we'd have to build it into. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not on it. I'm not an no. expert on how this technology is done, but that's the way you do it. It's either there for everything or it's not at all. It's the fairest way to do it, then. It is totally. I mean, Dan, if this was at home, if this was at Ewood Park, which is the correct name still, uh, uh, Brad, but Ewood Park, um, we wouldn't have it. No, it's not fair, is it? That, like you say, you got gold or whatever. We had it. I think we played. I think we played Newcastle in a game and we got robbed from it because. You know, we didn't have VAR at Ewood Park, but if it had happened at their ground in the first leg, we'd have got away. It's not fair at all, is it? Like you mentioned, it, it's just typical of football, isn't it? The yeah. one thing they can balance out and the, uh, there's still people, still teams that will benefit from it. I hope it doesn't ruin tomorrow. I hope, you know, whoever wins, wins, and it's one in a fair yeah. way rather than it going to lines. And Unfortunately, I think you're going to be disappointed. Uh, I, know, I know Dan of the small team just outside Blackburn, he actually is not looking forward to coming back to have VAR back. So that kind of sums it up in fairness. Guess who our referee is, Brad? You would not believe. I can't if, believe it's if it's that one, I'm not bothering. <laughs> no, I, I was winding you up there because I knew you would uh, take you down that cul-de-sac. Tim Robinson, don't know him. Well, good. Maybe he's good, decent at his job. Because if it's a referee, I've heard his name too many times. He's probably done a poor job and had a VAR conspiracy. So, I've never heard of this ref before. Oh. The greatest respect for him. So, good luck. I've, Hopefully, he can do better than referees we've been seeing at the pre- in, in at this standard. Yeah, I've just had a look at his career. Uh, oh, this is where we find out he's secretly a Rovers fan, don't we? This is oh, what no, tell no. us, Dan. Uh, we've been beat every time we've had him this year. Oh, we're at Coventry and uh, one of our players went in for a challenge right in front of the referee, really good challenge and he just gives a red card straight away, obviously with VAR he should overturn it so I might actually be grateful VAR's him but I just <laughs> had a look at him and he seems to lack a red card so it'll be an interesting uh, oh. an interesting game especially like I say with VAR although it can benefit you Yes, it could also oh, we know, yeah. when you slow it down, it looks a lot worse, doesn't it? Than well, that's when they use it, of course. But then don't get me talking on that because I'll go just over. Oh, you know, a... you've had a lot worse uh, instances with it than we have. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, it is. To- and the thing is, you can't even blame the Premier League for this one because it's the, actually the FA that have decided this rule, and it is a stupid rule. It should. No, be. sorry, we'll still blame them anyway, Chris. Don't worry, we'll find a way. We'll fine, yes, we'll fine. We'll just play in the PGMOL because that's just like the governing body for everything. But yeah, it is. It's totally wrong and totally uh, unfair. Um, Dan, I'm going to come to you with this one first. Last question of the game, which of course we always end up with uh, score predictions. Uh, do you know what? I think, does it go to a replay or is it extra time? I can't remember when. I think, I'm guessing it's a replay because the last legs were replays. Yeah, I know it goes at some stage and I can't think when it is. If it, if it does, well, I'm predicting a draw anyway, so I'll do both instances. I'll go for 1-1 and then I think we'll win it on penalties if it goes to penalties. If it doesn't go to penalties, then uh, 
you probably come to our place and beat us. It won't shock me. I think we need to do it on the night to uh, to end up getting well, through. Well, is, is your ground still in Darwin? No, I mean, no. There, no, 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 no. It's Don't very close. It's very you mentioned close. them down the road enough without uh, <laughs> we getting away with it. No, I think uh, if we do it on the night, then I think... Right. I think we'll do it. I can't. We don't want a replay. I imagine you don't need a replay. No, no, thank not you. Not at all. I, I imagine it's best for both sides. We'll, let's hope it goes to penalties ah. and let's hope we nick it. Ah, here we go then. Here we go. Oh, right. Final stage. I I'll come back to you for you can re redo your prediction then because up to this stage of the um, oh, he says here FA Cup rules occasionally differ from the league and even from round to round. Uh, so here are the rules. Replays up to this stage of the competition, ties ending in a draw after 90 minutes would go to a replay. However, however, are we sitting comfortably? You will be tested at the end. However, from the fifth round onwards, there will be no replays. Oh, get in. Thank God for that. Not to be played tomorrow. We've got to be won tomorrow. Oh, that's so, better for both of us, isn't it? None of us won a... None well, of us want that game. Yeah, I'll go for a penalty win then. We'll go well, for another Premier League upset. Yeah, there will be 30 minutes of extra time and uh, if the sides still cannot be separated, there will be a penalty shootout. A VAR, just out of interest, uh, will be used in ties taking place at Premier League stadiums but not at matches played at the Championship grounds. Um, it doesn't say why, it just... Those, those are the rules. So you've gone for a penalty win, Dan? Yeah, we'll go for it. I've got a back rovers, no matter how bad we can be. No, we'll exactly. And I would expect nothing less of you. Um, Brad? I think it's a game that will have a have an interest. And I just, in a way, I hope it's one of them games that if Leicester can kind of grab by the scruff of the neck and, and, and come in at half-time with a couple of goal advantage, that Blackburn will... And, and this isn't anything against Blackburn. I think any team in their situation at this point in the competition would go, OK, we're 2-0 down, we're away from home, we've got, you know, we've got Sheffield United who we're trying to chase down at the week. I'll make some changes. Let's shut up shop. Let's not lose by any more goals. Uh, and Leicester will go through two or three nil. So I'm going to go with that happening, you know, with all the optimism in the world, as you can tell by my voice and that happening, and I'm going to go three nil Leicester. Three nil. Whoa, wow. You've been going for those big scores all season. Yeah, look where it has me in the prediction. <laughs> it hasn't got any of the right down, so don't panic. <laughs> can I just say, have we got a rat in the camp here, Dan? Because I noticed one of your players is called Bradley Dack. This is uh, this is not you in disguise, is it, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. I'm not that talented. I had to look twice. But if you start I... scoring own goals, <laughs> oh, injured again. He's, he uh, is. He is. Well, he walks in tomorrow. Well, he suits the last away then, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to recheck that surname. I'm going to be honest with you. Look, Dan. Thank you so much for uh, coming on tonight. I can't wish you all the best for tomorrow night for obvious reasons, but uh, I do wish you all the best for the rest of the season. If no, we thank you very much. If we manage to stay up and you come up, I'll look forward to playing you. 
if you don't come up and we'll go down, we'll be playing you as well. So look forward to it. And then I still have a little bit of a sort of a check on Blackburn Rovers, see how they are doing. But once again, details in the description below, but just give a shout out as to where people can find you. Yeah, Rovers Chat on YouTube, uh, Rovers Chat underscore on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, any of them social medias. Thanks for having us on as well. Really appreciate it. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Just let us through tomorrow and we'll have that uh, quarterfinal. <laughs> I tell you what, if you could guarantee that we won't go down, we'll let you through. How about that? Well, same. If you guarantee we go up, we'll uh, we'll let you have it. It'll be a good, I think it'll be a good game. I imagine uh, there's going to be a lot of tension, a lot of tension. It's got to be done on the night, so it's it's all about team selections. Dan, mate, also, hope you lose tomorrow, obviously, but good luck for the rest of the season, mate, and no, uh, hope, you, hope you come up. Thanks for having us on. All the Remember. best for the season as well. Cheers, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot to Dan. Uh, yeah, good luck to the Rovers for the rest of the season. And East Lancashire double, Brad, coming up. Maybe, maybe I'm sure. I'm sure that I'm sure he's actually just left, so I can say Burnley. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Well, you can pick you. You can pick your side of the fence. I'm sure both versions of Dan will be asking for their team to go up and they'll want to bugger off. But uh, yes, yes. a lot more chance of uh, that happening for Dan than but then for Burnley than you have for the Rovers, Dan. I'm At afraid. the moment, they are. They are. Yeah. Uh, smashing it as they say um, Are you okay to do a quick team selection? Yeah, it'd be an interesting one to do I think will, I'll see, uh, see where your mind is taking us We'll do it straight after this Hello, Matt Elliott here Hi, Alan Smith here Hey guys, Ian Hume here Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV For all the latest Leicester City news and information You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club Come on you foxes Look at that seamless As if, as almost as if I knew what I was doing uh, Yeah, no, never presume that Um Charlie, Blackburn fan, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good day. I uh, think we're going to beat you, sorry, 2-1. Look, mate, you're a Blackburn fan. I would not expect anything less of you at all. Fair play to you, mate. And uh, uh, if you do win it, you'll deserve it at the end of the day. It's a football match and good luck. Um, like I say, I still do have a little bit of a... A little bit of me, about that much of me that still sort of just checks on Blackburn's score every now and then. So, uh, uh, well, yeah, if you beat us, well done, mate. But you're most welcome in the chat. And good luck, as I say, for the rest of the season and coming up. Uh, Terry says here, the team selection will indicate what both team managers see as the priority. For me, it's premiership survival. We, we said that earlier, didn't we, Brad? I think it, it's got to be, hasn't it? I'm just going to text. Uh, I'm just texting uh, uh, Brendan. So get on now, Brendan. Uh, Brad's about to book, <laughs> pick his team so you can get your notebook out. Right. Um, uh, David is off. Oh, you're going to go and lie on the bed, are you, a little bit, mate? Make sure you've got the bin next to your bed in case you throw up. Um, don't do it again. Take care, buddy. Thanks for popping in. All the best. Okay. What formation do you think you will go for tomorrow? I think. <laughs> I've got a funny feeling he's going to change it up with the injury problems that we have. Yeah. I think he's going to play a, a 4 3 1 2. Oh, God, I don't think I've got that one. <laughs> 4 3 1 2. 
four, three. Oh, I have. I think they've added it. Four, three, one, two. There we go. Right now, I reckon in goal that we're not going to see Danny Ward. No, I think we're still going to see Ward. Uh, I think this is this is a momentum builder. I think he won't want to. With the greatest respect to Iverson, I, I don't think he'll want to have a banana skin. I think he always wants to try and get through this competition. And I think the lads will want to put in a performance. Um, and I think you've got to have your number one keeper in for that. Um, so I think it will be Ward, Ah, Yeah. That'll teach me for typing Danny Everson out ready, won't it? Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you. <laughs> There we go, Danny Ward. I always feel a bit sorry, and I felt a bit sorry for Danny Ward when he was in that position because, like you say, you know, they they they, they, they do the part, they go up, you know, in the, in the early rounds and and do the penalties or whatever, and then as soon as it gets to the to the main round, they sort of get dropped, don't they? Which is all a bit sad, really. But um, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, back four. I now think he's going to keep with. I think he's going to keep with Christensen on the left. Um, I don't. I don't see Thomas coming in. Um, the young lad's a machine. I think we've yeah. seen what he does with players that he feels that are unbreakable. He plays until they're broken. Unfortunately, <laughs> there is now there, there is an outside chance he could go with Thomas, thinking of the week weekend ahead. But I just think Christensen's got full of beans, and why you wouldn't play some of that energy? I don't, I don't know. So yeah, for me, it'd be Christensen. He's Nineteen for God's again, sake, isn't he? You know, he can if he can't manage two games in a week. Well, exactly, young, young, young enough, and 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 should be fit and agile enough to manage three games in in seven yeah. days. Um. Yeah. It's not like he's doing it every week. So, yeah, I think that... And, and again, the, the strength goes into the centre-back pair, and I think it's Sutar and, and, and Faze. I don't see a need for him to want to change it. I think this is very much a case of if the situation fits, then we might see Solunchu and Amati come on. But I think he starts with Sutar and, and Wild yeah, Faze. I, I had a feeling that it might be Soyuncu. Uh, I'd forgotten Amarty. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. But we are one, like I say, one game off a quarter final. When you look back at the records, like you're saying, you just see the final, whether it be quarter, semi, whatever, on there. It, ju- it does look better. It is, it is getting serious now, isn't it? Yeah, you, you do enter serious mode, don't you? When you start thinking, you forget about, you don't really care if it's a... Chelsea or a Man City at that point. You hear the word final and think, well, now we've got to beat them. You know, we're we're hop skipping a jump away from a Wembley visit. So why not? So probably a good thing that Leicester are able to keep that mentality going. Um Terry says, watch the injuries though, we can afford Thomas injury. Well, um, you, that do does, you doesn't matter, does it? Because you can't afford a Christensen injury, but guess I what? One of them's got to play Terry. What he meant, actually, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you can because Thomas isn't a bad left back. He's not become a wing back overnight. He's just a right. defensive wing back, and I think we need to realise that he's not a bad choice. Yeah. On the well, right, we're, though, we're without him is what I always say. Yeah, yeah. Of course we are because that's not the style of of wing back he is. But hmm. on the right, I'm going for Ricardo Pereira. I thought you might be for some uh, reason, and I got to say I totally agree with you. 
Yeah. Well, I said, well, we both, both, I said we both agreed, didn't we, that he'd probably get five, ten minutes in the last two games, which he did. He got five, he, if you include stop time, he got ten minutes against Man, Man, Man United and he got that against uh, Arsenal. Here we'll probably see him get 70, you know, 60 minutes, 70 minutes, you know what Brennan's like, but I think he starts. Yeah. And Castagna no, could use the rest, to be honest with I you. I think I do. I think you're right. Totally, 100% agree with everything you just said. You might want to clip that. <laughs> yeah, one minute right. and five, one hour and five minutes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> make a note of it. it Won't happen again. Um, the defense, well, what I would call the defensive central midfield role. So this, this, this is a little bit tricky because I'm going off who I'm pretty sure isn't going to be available, and that's Madison. And there's no Madison and Tillemans available. No, and. But I think he's going to go with. Do you want me to, I'll go from left, middle to right. No, do the and middle I think he, first. Right? Do, do the, the middle, middle first. first. Oh, yeah. the middle first. Uh, the middle first. I think Brendan's going to prove a lot of people wrong. And I know there was a comment that said it early, and I can totally understand it because we've seen it a common theme. Yeah. But I've got a funny feeling Brendan's going to prove that whoever starts in this position is going to dictate how less to go about it. And I think you're going to see Mendy in the middle. I think Mendy returns to the squad because he want he'll want to get at Blackburn. He won't want to sit back and try and counter Blackburn. He'll want to match their intensity and go through them, and that's what Mendy gives him that option over Ndidi and Samari. So yeah, I I can see Mendy starting. Okay. On um, the left there. On on the left. Um, I think because we're limited on options, I did. I'd like to rest him, but I I, I would go with Dewsbury Hall. I, again, um, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. We we need to rest him, but it's a case of options, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think we're unfortunate to be hit with a double whammy there because, um, yeah, with what what with what we've got available to us. Yeah. And now this is where it gets interesting. On the right, I, now you might be able to correct me here, but I'm assuming that Dennis Pratt is is available. Well, looking looking at the uh, information that came up before, uh, I think um, let's just have a look on what Rogers was saying because I didn't see the, um, the the you know the the, the conference because I know he said that Tillemans doesn't look that he had a scan today, but they're, they're fearing the worst. It didn't look good, so I've ruled him out in my selection altogether. Yeah, no, no. Again, um, I agree because if he's only just ruled him out, is this game's come too soon for him anyway? Um, yeah, he, he, Pratt looks like he's available. Yeah, well, that makes it a bit easier then, because I'm, I, and this this might surprise a few people. People might raise a few eyebrows because they're thinking that's why I'm going to put, you know, maybe a lot of people would think I'd put Pratt in that attacking midfield position, but I'm actually going to give him the Yuri Tillman's responsibility because that's potentially what I see from Pratt once Yuri Tillman's leaves us at the end of the season as well, taking over that role. So I'd have Dennis Pratt in the middle there. Mm. And now people are probably thinking, well, Brad, no Tillemans, no Madison. I have to say, though, of course, Brad could be leaving in the summer as well. Well, that, that's the thing. Obviously, he could still leave in the summer. But if you're going to make your intentions known with Tillemans, knowing where he stands with the club right now, then maybe this is the idea that you implement in Pratt said that he's got a chance to get that yeah. opportunity here still. Um, but in the attacking role, now people might be thinking Barnes. 
But I think Barnes is, is slowly learning that role in the background, um, maybe because of another certain player that might leave us in the summer, but we'll actually be able to get some money for him in Madison. Who knows? But yeah. I'm not going to go Harvey Barnes. I'm I'm going into the Brendan playbook, uh, playbook here. Do you remember when I think we did it against um, Man City with, with Lutman? I'm bringing Tete in from the right and I'm putting him in that attacking midfield role. Because right. he likes to do that with his right wingers, doesn't he? He did it with a Lutman. He did it on occasion with Perez. And I think he'll want to, if he's going to press down the middle, and that's this is how I'd, I'd go, uh, Blackman, you want Tete running at their, their back line and getting them backpedaling. If you've got that driving at them with two strikers in front of you, I think he is more than capable of doing that job. I mean, I've got to say... Um, you, it's, it's a very good point. You, you know, I like mid uh, medicine in the middle. <laughs> I like medicine in the middle. Malcolm uh, yeah. in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to stop drinking straight vodka, haven't I? Um, <laughs> Madison, I like Madison in the middle because he's given that freedom to to you know play wherever he wants to go and get the ball, and of course you know he draws the tackle. And I think that Tete could be that sort of a player. Yes, obviously he's you know his wing is um, uh, you know it, it's his main role. Uh, Terry's just said Tete can play there. You know, as one of his roles is in the centre. But I just think he could cause the Blackburn defence so many problems and get us some really really good free kicks. Yeah, he could. And, and you change his dynamic because in that role, you're not going to see him having to do... And I'm not saying he shirks it. Actually, he does it quite well considering it's not his natural trait. On that right wing, he he, he has to do his defensive deep, d- duties even deeper back. Whereas, obviously, Madison gets that free roam to go across. So, he can he's not just going to focus down the middle. Tete's got that brain about him as well that if he needs to, he'll drag a player out wide or he'll get in round the back of defenders who will just that lapse of concentration that they have, and then a ball gets played out wide to him and he'll get his in on behind the defence. He can be a real menace in that role, which is why I changed it to, to the system to, to suit it. Because I think, yeah. you know, he, he, I don't, I just don't... I'm just looking there on transfer market. And as Terry said there, his main, main position is right winger, but then they always show other positions. And it is left winger... Uh, which is good, and attacking midfielder. So he's one of those players like that Rogers likes that is yeah, multi- versatile, not multilingual, but you know what I mean. Um, I know, know what you mean, yeah. He can play various positions. So, yeah, I think that's a good call. I really, really do, mate. Uh, Vardy and Daka up front? No, sit oh. on the bench, Mr. Vardy. Sit oh. on the bench, please, sir. I want to see. I want to see the potential partnership or the option two behind Nacho. I want Ian Nacho on because he's our first choice striker in a system of one, and he should be always on the team if he's fit to play. And I want Dakar on that pitch. No point having him as a number two striker for Ian Nacho next season if he's going to if he's not going to play any more games of football this season. He needs to be playing. He needs confidence. Maybe he needs the FA Cup King. In Ian Acho to provide him a tap in, yeah, or uh, an easy goal to get his confidence back up, and maybe Leicester fans can look at this going, you know, these two get going, have a good game together, and you think, well, next year that that looks promising. We need to start doing that. That transition 
needs to become a thing and Vardy needs to stay that impact 15 minutes up. So, yeah, Ian Atcher and Daka for me is my strike yeah. force. Yeah. Um, Terry's agreeing with you a lot of the time here. So, uh, that's a little bit frightening as well. Uh, Charlie says, <laughs> who do you think is Blackburn's player, best player? I don't know enough of your players. I don't know if you do, Brad. Um I know the name is the guy who picked his nationality, so he changed his name or elongated his name. So it's like Diaz. 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 Yeah. He's he's definitely a name I've heard a lot talked about. Um, common threat in the side. Um, Bradley Dacker, um, who Dan mentioned earlier, is is one that's kind of been getting the goals for Blackburn. Um, I mean. They did obviously have at one point George Hurst at the club, but that, that didn't see out the season. So, I mean, he wouldn't be able to have played against, as you'd imagine, yeah. but that was one that I kind of knew about. But outside of them two, I'll be honest, with, I, I'm with you. Yeah. So, Diaz, Diaz and Daka for me. Yeah. Um, just looking at Tete, he made his debut. Oh, no, he's, he's not made his debut in the Brazil full side yet. Fair enough. Brad, we've got no post match tomorrow because it will be probably at like one o'clock in the morning. Especially if it goes to penalties. Uh, but if you want to pop on to the watch along at the end, whenever that is, obviously, um, you would be most welcome. Yeah, I, I, I might do, depending on what time it is. Um, I might pop on at the end. If we've lost, I won't. If we're out, I don't expect to see my <laughs> face. Lost, I'll be gone. It'll be a long show, you know. <laughs> but uh, again, as always, your details in the description below. But just give everybody a shout where they can find your channel top 10 battles. Yeah, find it on YouTube. It is, as it says there, it says it's top 10 battles. So just follow me on YouTube in the link. You can follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is at full time focus. Uh, there's no abbreviation between full and time. It is all just one word. So it's at full time focus. If you really want to, I don't know why you would, you, you know, but if you really want to follow me on Facebook, you can do that, my personal one. And, yeah, just do your usual stuff that you need to do here first, though. You know, leave a like and subscribe if you're new. And I hope you're enjoying the content over here because Chris does great work. So, yeah, thanks for having us on, mate. Enjoying it. Exciting artwork coming on your channel as well. Yeah, it's by a famous Leicestershireian artist. Say <laughs> so, so, so him as Christophe Fourier. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's French or something. I don't, don't know where I was going with him, but there he is. He's French. He's like his I've heard. I've heard of him. Yes, I've. Uh, who hasn't? Who hasn't? <laughs> Brad, thank you so much, mate, for uh, coming on. Uh, have a good rest of the night uh, and tomorrow. Enjoy the game, whichever way it goes. Let that. Like, we're still in it, and Forest are. So that's going to be a, a, a bonus, hasn't it? Yeah, it's definitely something, mate, if nothing else. It is. Thanks very much. All the best, mate. Yeah, cheers for having us on. I'll see you later, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, told you, you're late. Have you got a note? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to watch this back. You are. Um, you are. You are. It was a good Dan in from Rovers chat. Uh, a, a good a good, a good, fan. A good fan. It was, a, it was nice to have him on. Um but, of course, I hear you saying, well, what's coming up, Chris? Well, let me tell you. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. <laughs> 7.15 tomorrow. We have got the watch along. 
join us be there or be square it is 90 minutes of action hopefully 30 minutes if it's drawing at full time and penalties yes it has to be decided on the night if it's all square at the end of 120 minutes it goes to penalties uh coming up on wednesday we have got a one-to-one -one, an interview with paul ross a big west ham fan talk sport radio dj and of course brother of itv um chat show host jonathan ross so we've got him on on wednesday and also on wednesday brand new show itv2 <sighs> formula one it's coming back this weekend and we are launching uh myself and doug he's the he's the expert i'm kind of the uh the, the guy that asks the questions but we are going to be looking at the um formula one upcoming season all the teams, all the drivers, and uh, making and judging the new livery as well. We're going to have a shit. We've had a shit shirt show. We're going to have a shit car show. Um, <laughs> should get the Allegro in there, shouldn't we? So that is at Wednesday at six o'clock. So look out for that. I'm really excited about going to be doing that. Something different. Thank you so much for watching Twitch and YouTube. Bless Little I Die TV. And if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, whatever that one is. I thank you for that as well. Um, I'm at work six, oh, 6 p.m. Do you going to miss? Oh, God. Well, have it on on the radio. Have it on on the radio. Have, have you got a laptop, a mobile phone? Put it, but just have it on your headphones in and listen to us. That's what you should do. Nate hopefully won't be watching from America because if he doesn't watch and he goes out, we win. <laughs> so like i say thank you for watching lester till i die tv thank you for listening on your favorite podcast platform lester till i die all i want to say is thanks to everybody that was in the chat for joining in thanks to dan from rover's chat here's only thanks for watching these videos are tremendous you'd better like them too or i'll be back This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.